Alright everyone, this is Christoph Kemper of Link Research Tools and this is my Link Building and SEO podcast. And today we got a very special guest, a long-time friend, Alex Gopstein of Pitchbox. Hey Alex. Hi, Hi Christoph. I'm really excited to be here. Oh, I'm excited to have you here and it's always a pleasure to hang out with you and discuss business. And for those guys that don't know it, um, Pitchbox is the product, is the outreach software, outreach automation software, the only one that Link Research Tool integrates with. It's not a mail spamming tool or something, you know, like a bulk mailer or something that you might have seen somewhere for cheap. It's the real deal for reaching out and getting links. And this is why Link Research Tools integrated with it, you know, early on, many years ago, I think in 2013 or 2014 early 2014 so that's how link research tools and pitchbox belong together anyways and so this is a friends game yeah absolutely love love uh, link research tools and actually really enjoyed working on the integration a couple years ago as well it was definitely lots of fun but alex what's your background on history you know you've if you have what is you know your company do I just said, but how did you get into SEO link building, link audits, outreach? Right, right. Yeah. So I uh, <clears throat> I started my career uh, as a software engineer. Um, as <clears throat> this was a long time ago, twenty years ago, as the web started getting more and more popular, I kind of saw obviously some opportunities there. Moved into a bit more on development on the web side of things. Um, then obviously realize that uh, you know as as you're developing for the web, uh, your website is just one amongst millions or billions. Uh, obviously, you need to market it. Marketing on the web turned into SEO, and that's how I kind of ended up in the SEO space. Now I have a very entrepreneurial mind. I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Uh, even when I was in high school, I was trying to launch businesses here and there, and my, my family was always doing some things. So um, I realized that I've kind of have this entrepreneur passion. I wanted to launch a, a company, and then that's how I started. I ran. I started an SEO agency. Um, ran the agency for a good 10, 10 years or so. And um, as the SEO obviously uh, evolved, you know, primarily focusing initially on the on-page stuff, then we got into uh, the off-page and content. Um, we started obviously just like many other agencies offering the link building services, realizing that, you know, sharing content, getting links is extremely important. Um, and uh, quickly saw sort of this uh, this complicated uh, process that needed to be automated. Um, I'm also just like you, Christoph. I like automating things. I like a lot of tools. We started looking for different tools that could help us automate and and kind of stay organized um, with the entire link building process. And uh, every time I would find something, it kind of felt short for me. Mm-hmm. So I then um, met uh, kind of I, I re- my, my co-founder Michael Janellas, who is co-founded Pitchbox with me. Um, we we met um, and we kind of he ran an agency as well here in Philadelphia area, and he also kind of felt the same that he couldn't you know he couldn't find a tool to really help him automate a lot of these things, uh, creating uh, help him create a process and still organize. So he also comes he also a geek like me comes from the software engineering engineering background. Says look we could probably put something together and just to help our own teams be more productive. And uh, we decided to put something together. We 
about six months it took us to build a, a software. Again, it was meant for in-house. It was dog ugly, but it, it really worked. It really done really well for us. We started getting more organized. So being in the business for so many years, we kind of shared it uh, with some of our friends that we built over the years. They loved it and said, we want access. Um, we want access. So Michael and I thought, at that point realized that I think we have a product. So we made it pretty. Um, we gave it a name, Pitchbox. And uh, yeah, and that's from that point it was history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It sounds very familiar and very, very like link research tools was created out of the need of you know just finding links and, and evaluating links with reliable data, reliable data that you know was just a couple minutes old and not days or weeks or a month old like it happened for me and my very small team in 2006 already, and uh, the same kind of. Epiphany, you know, we have a product we want access happened to me three years after as well. How, how long was it for you? How long did you use your product yourself before, you know, it became Pitchbox? Uh, I think we used it for probably yeah, like a few years, maybe like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but maybe, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe a year and a half to two years. Mm-hmm. We used it, mm-hmm. we used it a lot ourselves. Uh, and Pitchbox is, it's an outreach platform, right? So it takes a lot of testing to make sure it's right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, our, our initial, it was, it was actually funny because initially when we were building the software, um, we kind of, we wanted to pack it with features and we've had so many things. It's just packing it, packing it, packing. And then we went to one of the launch conferences. Well, we, we launched the tech at TechCrunch, but then we started going to these uh, startup conferences and we met this one gentleman who was, I don't remember his name, but he said, I'll help you guys out. I love your, you know, I love the idea. And we were in San Francisco and he said, when I get back home to New York, um, he was one of the VCs. And one of the one of the uh, venture capitalists and uh, companies, and he said, I, "I'd love to get a demo." And so we said, "Sure." So we got on a demo, and the demo took a kid you not, it was a two and a half hours. <laughs> it's two and a half hours, man. We were exhausted. I can't imagine what this guy was feeling, what he was going through. I mean, we took, you know, this guy is busy. You know, he's running a company. We took two and a half hours of his day. I mean, I can't imagine somebody doing that to me today. Um, so at the end of the at the at the end of the call, he's like. Guys, this is a really, really great tool, but one suggestion, I said, yeah, he's like, you have to freaking cut the demo. You know, it, it cannot be two and a half hours. It can't take half of my day. I was like, shit, you know, we got to, excuse me. This, I said, we have to, now we have to start stripping it. So the first year we were, two, we were building features. The next year we were taking them away uh, because it was just so many things and, and we worked so hard and it was just, I bet it paid off. I mean, it was a lot, it was a lot of, definitely lots of, lots of fun. Yeah, but you know, obviously, then getting people to use the software, onboarding the software for so many different cases was harder than it was now, than it is now, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Which leads me to the next question, you know, about the biggest issue that you see that companies in general have with SEO or or maybe agencies or companies with SEO. I think that makes a big difference. You know, on one hand, there are agencies and then there are brands that would would do SEO for themselves. What do you see and what's the biggest hurdle or, you know, problem for adoption or or actually getting stuff done right? I see so many mistakes happen, so many things going wrong every day. Uh, What do you see? Yeah, um, well, I think that the biggest, well, the biggest issue for us when, when we were an agency um, prior to launching Pitchbox was was really staying organized, creating that collaborative environment between the team members um, and being able to scale. 
Uh, and and even well, still today, and and I think that's what pitch. That's why we built Pitchbox, and we've kind of solved this problem, and we try to fix it uh, with with building a software, and and that's exactly what we did. So a lot of the agencies um, and SEO teams from brands that come to us, um, primarily for one reason, um, because they are feel like they're dropping the ball on a lot of the sort of you know day to day things that they have to do. Um, they're not, you know, there's this lost connection between uh, the team members and also having, you know, there's there's this process that, you know, every agency will define, you know, they'll have to, if they're doing link building or they're doing some other things, they'll define some type of a process. And um, I believe in workflows. And a lot of the times that I see there's this lack of workflow, right? There's these these segmented things of, of to-dos uh, or different mm-hmm. types of tasks, and they don't really have this nice flow to them. So there's really no true beginning and an end. And somewhere at some point, they keep dropping a ball. So a lot of the agencies agencies come to us, they might have, you know, a thousand different uh, spreadsheets and or, or, or Google Sheets, um, and nobody knows who owns what. And, you know, they have to follow up when, the, when they're, for example, doing link building or outreach, um, they're reaching out to somebody and they, they're adding themselves a task to follow up. And then if they are truly looking to scale and doing a lot of the outreach, they might be spending, sending 100, 150, 200 emails a day, maybe even more, and they have to follow up with every one of them. Well, then you need to have a task system that's going to keep you organized and keep you reminding. But then I can't even imagine getting 100 reminders five days down the road. So you got to follow up with these people, right? Um, and, and God forbid you follow up with somebody who actually did already respond to you. So the biggest issue is truly to stay staying organized, but at the same time being able to scale. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And that's and I think you know I know you said that it's different from brand for brands and it's different for for agencies. I think the the SEO itself may be slightly different, but I think mm-hmm. if you take mm-hmm. the you know the the really the SEO out of it and just put you know that it's kind of a work that needs to get done. Um, I think it's very very similar for for brands and and the agencies. Mm-hmm. Judging by that. What you're saying is that, you know, actually the problem gets bigger, the bigger the company, the bigger the brand or the bigger the agency, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I don't, yeah, the, the, the brands, I don't think so much. Um, I think the agencies very much so because with the agencies, um, as, they, uh, as they grow and they acquire new clients, it's basically like brands could never really do that. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, unless they're kind of venturing off into different areas or maybe acquiring some new web properties and things like that. Or well, imagine- global unicorn clients with 70 countries where they operate sure. in and do all sure. the link building in all the Absolutely. different languages. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. When there's that sort of that segment. But with, agent- with, with agencies, I think the agencies sort of can get to a bigger problem much faster because uh, you know for somebody for a larger uh, larger company to launch another country is so much more difficult than for an agency to pick up another client. Right. So I see that agencies are scaling, you know, looking to scale a lot quicker, a lot faster, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and sometimes they just don't have the su- the tools to support them to do that. Kind of imagine doing sales without a CRM, everything on paper. I mean, it no would way. be crazy. No way. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And yeah, that's very much what Pitchfork does. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, biggest takeaway, something to share for people doing SEO, link building, link audits, some golden nugget, you know, because we're already at 12 minutes. Well, I'll keep it short and sweet. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll 
go quick. So I think that, uh, and we work with thousands of different uh, uh, folks um, every day. And what I see a lot of times, they'll kind of set themselves or management will set themselves some type of a goals in terms of, you know, from a link building perspective, mm-hmm. uh, a goal, you have to build X many links per month or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of like, they're running after this no matter what. And then and every single month, they're trying to hit that number. And a lot of times I feel like they're just forgetting why are they doing it? You know, it's just, oh, we're doing it for what? For link building. No, you're doing it to improve your website's performance. You're doing this to improve the rankings. So a lot of people I see was they actually forget to start tracking things. You know, just mm-hmm. go back to Google Analytics, take a look. Are you improving? Mm-hmm. You know, yes, the link counts are important. And a lot of times you report back to your management or the, to the client. So I think that uh, the biggest thing is just kind of pause for a second. And remember, what am I doing link building for? I'm doing it for improving rankings and overall. So you're always going to want to go back to some type of a tracking system that you have in place and see, has my has my traffic increased? Have my rankings improved? If it has, let me try to figure out what type of link actually caused that. Um, really just looking at tracking the results of my initiatives and then just doing more of that. And I see that a lot of a lot of people, it's a simple, very simple, mm-hmm. but a lot of people are just forgetting it. They're just running after numbers. Or getting overwhelmed, maybe. You know, sounds like a lot of work. A lot of work to me. No doubt. Absolutely. <laughs> Awesome. That's the business. That's the business we're in, right? If it was yeah, exactly. everybody be in it, doing it. <laughs> exactly. But you think that some people, you know, just because it's so much work, you know, basically lost interest in it. You know, compared to many years ago, where you could just go to a to a text broker, a, a link broker, and buy, you know, take your credit card and buy a couple of links, buy the twenty links that you promised to the client. It doesn't work like that anymore. So it doesn't. A lot more work now, so it's a lot less attractive to some people, maybe, right? Just to do that kind of work because they don't have automation, they don't have the tracking that paper yeah. offers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you have yeah. to you have to track. Yeah, and if you look, if you if you get overwhelmed, then go into social media. Nothing wrong with social media, but hey, <laughs> you can you can sit there and click follow and follow every day. <laughs> Oh, there's a lot of social media managers uh, that have an SEO background and call SEO being dead. You know, this is yeah it's been going on for 15 years or so. No, actually, 1997 was the earliest occurrence I found where SEO has been called dead. You know, those meta tags and Alta Vista search engines have no future. That's what they wrote back then. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, that's oh no, damn it, that's what 20 years ago what 1997 <laughs> oh man i'm old we're getting old Fri- freaking old oh gosh <laughs> yeah okay yeah so maybe you know some hidden tools some favorite tricks some final takeaway for the audience something that they yeah. will love you for that they will love pitch books for and go sign up for you well i mean i love it i i love i mean i love your tool set Christoph, um, I think that you, you know, Link Research Tools has an, a, a, a super, super extensive database. It's, I mean, we love it here when we have to, uh, you know, help a client sometimes to come up with some strategies and, and, and things like that. BLP is kind of like. I know it's very, you know, it's sort of most like, I don't know, you probably have obviously the data on what's your most mm-hmm. uh, most popular uh, tool in your tool set, BLP. Um, you know, always and, gives and you link detox, of course, for people detox. to keep track of all the stuff that is coming in. You know, exactly. we, we just recently added so much more extra data. There. It's actually like a new generation of link detox. Let's call link detox next generation or something that we have in place for a couple of weeks now that 
yeah, yeah makes it even more interesting. Absolutely. Yeah, you got a lot a lot more data now you're displaying. Just a huge amount of data points. Yeah, and I and I also really like the uh, the QDC quick domain compare. That's really that's really cool. Like uh, when you're just starting to look at a particular site and figure out how am I, what am I going to do, uh, what's my kind of uh, first steps. It's always it's always a tool that I run a QDC. Figure out how I compare to some other competitors, um, and uh, always able to identify some low hanging fruits. Mm-hmm. Some quick competitive research. Some quick competitive research. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, Alex, has been a pleasure for me. Uh, we're at 16 minutes here. I thank you very much for this brief interview. I would love to have you again on the show. Thank you. Absolutely. Michael of Pitchbox on the show and talk a lot more about link building, outreach, agencies, all these things in the future. All of you guys out there, thank you very much for listening. This was Alex Kopstein of Absolutely. Pitchbox. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Krista. I appreciate it. It was lots of fun. We should definitely do it again. I appreciate it too. Thank you very much. And talk soon. Bye-bye, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye.